The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. For more news uh, from down south in Miami, this is from our Adam Schefter. Uh, Dolphins quarterback Tua uh, Tungabailoa was cleared for a concussion protocol today per sources. He will be inactive tomorrow against the Vikings, is expected to return next Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there you have it. Uh, looks like Skylar Thompson will start tomorrow against Minnesota. Teddy Bridgewater was also cleared from concussion protocol today. He will be active and serve as the backup on Sunday. He, is this a, I think this is a fair question. If he's cleared and he's active, why would you not be starting Teddy Bridgewater? Right? Like, I could understand if you're like, he's cleared, but we want to play it safe. We don't want to play him, so he's not available. But you're telling me if something happens to Skylar Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater comes jogging in. The only way I can sign off on that is if you are Mike McDaniel and say, no, no, no. The reason we're starting Skylar is we think that he gives us a better chance to win. But I find that difficult to believe because he didn't look great. Although I guess they, they really like him. So. Away we go. Um, Dolphins 3-2, and two, Jets with the big win over the Dolphins last week, certainly. Let's get back to the Yankees, people. 1-800-919-3776. So, where are we? We're 1-1. One, one. You know what's amazing? I mean, it's, it's one loss, and I, I got Yankee fans are just so upset. It's one loss. No, I don't, I don't think you're great. I don't think you're built for a monster run, but it's, uh, you're 1-1. One, one. Now, if you lose today and you go into tomorrow and you're all upset, all right, now I think you have that conversation a little bit more. But this idea that there's reason for panic, I mean, I think you'll be okay in this series. Don't you? Are you you're that concerned? You think you're going to lose this series to this team? I don't think so. Let's go to uh, Tony and Flushing. Tony is, is angry at the media. Good morning, Tony. Hey, good morning. What's going on, buddy? You know, I just got to say, uh, based on the regular season, wins and losses, the Yankees only won seven more games than the Cleveland team. Right? Right. But everyone puts them like in this higher echelon with their Dodgers and the Astros. No, I, know, I, I put them in, in their own echelon. I put the Dodgers, Astros, Braves in the top, Yankees in the next, Cleveland at the bottom echelon of teams that are in the right. postseason. But based on only seven games, that should be such a huge disparity between no, the two teams. No, first of all, for, first, I mean, the, Yankee, the Yankees, if the Yankees played Cleveland in 10 series, Tony, the Yankees should win at least eight, if not more. It's a great uh, matchup for the Yankees. In, during the regular season. But no, then you go not, no, not, no, Tony, not during the regular season, during the postseason. This is a, a very soft landing spot for the Yankees. Between Aaron Boone and, and Terry Francona, which one is the better manager? Uh, I'll give you Francona, but I don't think it's this this huge gaping hole. Well, but that's a little intangible that, that Francona has coming from Boston. But Tony, the Yankees don't hit. It doesn't it doesn't matter if Miller Huggins is their manager. If they don't hit, they're not going to win. Right. Well, I'm just saying the uh the gap is not as huge as everyone in New York makes it out to me. I think it's huge. I think it's huge, and so I'm 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 guilty of that, right? I mean, that's not even like I can pass it on. Thanks for the call. I can I can't pass this on to other people in the media. I'd say this is what Rick or Michael or whoever is saying. No, I believe that. I believe there is a gaping 
hole between these two teams. That the Yankees, I mean, look at Cleveland, and I know you look at the Yankees lineup, it's unimpressive. Cleveland's lineup is, it's awful. It is awful. And then, this Oscar Gonzalez bats fifth. There's no way that, I mean, Quan and Rosario, who are fine. Ramirez, the one guy that you look at and you say, that's a guy that worries me in that lineup is Jose Ramirez. Other than that, it doesn't exist. If they don't have guys that you look at, you're like, uh-oh, we'll look out for him. No. Yankees Yankees are better. Yankees starting staff is better. Yankee, I mean, uh, relief maybe is close, but the Yankees are a better team. The Yankees should, I'll tell you what, if the Yankees lose this series, you, they should get excoriated. Be an awful, awful loss. And, and again, I don't think Cleveland is bad, but Cleveland in comparison to these other teams, right? Could you, if, if you don't think you're, you're you're all that much better than Cleveland, what's going to happen if you go up against Houston, right? If you think that the Yankees in Cleveland, well, there's only a seven game difference between the Yankees and Cleveland. You know what? There's only a seven game difference between the Yankees and Houston in the other direction. So really, in essence, that's not much of a difference. Maybe you beat them or compete all the way through with them, which I find very hard to believe. Dennis and Yonkers. Hi, Dennis. You're on 98.7. Good morning, David. Uh, listen, I, nobody's you, – you were right. A-Rod was right, It's la- but it's lack of options, right? And I, I'm not a Cashman sympathizer, but I do believe he made the moves to create the perfect lineup, and in my opinion – that lineup would have given the Astros trouble and would have made it to the World Series. The injury to Bentiendi and LeMahieu ruined this lineup because you stick them first and second, Judge is third, Rizzo fourth, Stanton fifth, or flip them around. Now Torres is sixth, Cabrera is on the bench where he belongs and he's a valuable asset. Bader, Bentiendi replaced Gallo and Hicks. The Carpenter injury hurt also. However, if those two were healthy, I think that's the lineup everybody wanted. Maybe a little faster would have been would have been better, but that's the ideal lineup. Right now, Yankees have no options. I feel like they'll win this series, but they're going to be done in the next round. Yeah, What's your I think opinion? I think that's fair. I, I think I, I feel like they're going to win this series too. I think they're better than Cleveland. I think they should win this series, and I think that next round is, I mean, nothing short of daunting, daunting. Because Seattle's not a bad team, and and the way Houston is just finding ways to beat them. He, Houston is re- really, really good. Really well coached. They have a ton of talent. I mean, you understand, they have Trey Mancini in about seventh or eighth in their lineup. Right, look, look at, uh, they have Trey Mancini in about seventh or eighth. And and the Yankees don't have anything that can, that's comparable to that. And But I think the call is right. Well, well twofold. I, I, you, uh, you have a healthy LeMayhew and Benintendi in, in left field, although he don't think said Benintendi, but a healthy Benintendi and a healthy LeMayhew, and this lineup looks a lot differently. A lot different. So that's for starters. Sec- secondly, nobody cares. No, no, Really, there's no one out there that feels sympathy or empathy or, oh, man, it's really unfortunate. I, I promise you that. I pro- may- maybe the Yankees fan does, but I, pro- I have lived outside of New York, and the Yankees are tremendously disliked. There is no one out there saying, oh, man, feel so awful for the Yankees that they're they're going through this this injury riddled postseason. Nobody, nobody cares. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Simon in New Haven. Simon, good morning. Hey, how are you? Long time no talk. How's it how been? How are you, how you Simon? How how you been? 
Uh, pretty good. I wanted to make a comment about the, what. First of all, A Rod is wrong. Let me explain it to you. See, Aaron Judge is a gift from God. All right, he deserves to hit in the leadoff spot. All right, he's carried this team through the good and through the bad. All right. I mean, to me, you know, he, so, he, he deserves it. I mean, it's not a knock on DJ LeMay or Benintendi, all right? He deserves it, Judge. He's a gift from God. He, he hits a lot. I mean, it, he has nothing to do with being a gift from God. Son, in, in a perfect world, I think A-Rod is right. In a perfect world, if you had two guys that could set the table and then judge and then two guys that could hit behind him, I think that's right. I think that's the perfect world. We're so not so sitting here so living in a perfect world right now. So, so you're taking advice from a man who takes performance-enhancing drugs and who well, well, I mean, as, the money So you don't think Alex Rodriguez knows it? First of all, I'm not taking advice. All right, I'm not taking advice. I'm my own person. I can look at a situation and make my own determination without listening to what someone else is leading me to. A-Rod That's for starters. Second of all, you, he maybe is wrong, but you, you think because he took performance-enhancing drugs that A-Rod doesn't understand the game of baseball? I don't know. You don't know. So you don't think that Lance Armstrong knows anything about cycling? He does. Okay, but he took a perform- performance-enhancing drug. So, so then what? Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know, he does. But but Judge deserves to be in the leadoff spot. He does. Why? Because he's an excellent hitter. Uh, and he, but he, he would be an excellent hitter in the three spot, no? I know, uh, but he deserves it. Why? I mean, look, if no Why? One, if no one else in your lineup, because if because sometimes. We have people in the lineup who don't hit, you know, and if no one else in your lineup is going to hit, see there, I, that, 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 Simon, I think that's the first. I think it's the first intelligent thing you've said on this phone call. You don't have another option. He is your only option in that leadoff spot. The fact that I have people next to the call, Simon. The, the fact that I have people calling me today, telling me you got to get IKF in the leadoff spot, shows you the lack of options Aaron Boone has. Speaking of Aaron Boone, took us an hour and 14 minutes. Let's go to Lonnie, Long Island. Good morning, Lonnie. Yeah, how's it going, brother? What's going on, bud? Well, a lot of things. Okay. The Yankees, I, I've been saying it all year. The Yankees aren't going anywhere because they can't hit. I don't know what their heat, the hitting coach is teaching them, but they, he's not teaching them they can't hit, first of all. Judge shouldn't lead off because he strikes out too much. The Yankees need to – I mean, I know the old school is good. Was is not in no more. Old school baseball, when you're not winning, you bunt, you're, you're hit and run, you do whatever it takes to win the game. That game was winnable yesterday. They gave – they should have won that game. They're home. You bunt the runner over, you, you get them to second, third, you, you, then you try to get them – you hit them in. What, what runner? What, 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 what scenario are you talking about that you didn't like the way the Yankees handled it, Lonnie, from yesterday? I'm sorry? What scenario yesterday during that game are you looking at? I just don't like the way the Yankees are playing because they can't hit. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, Lonnie, who are you blaming? You're right. The Yankees do not have a lot of offense. They have Cabrera batting fifth, right? Trevino, kind of Falefa, I I think Bader in the nines. All these things are true. But what do you want them to do? Well, I wouldn't have Judge leading off. All right, so who do, you, who do you want? Right who do you now. want? Who do you want leading off? I'll take Boehner right now. That's the only option we got. Uh, you, I'll take you, him. you understand, Lonnie? You understand? You understand? Bader has one hit in two games, right? I would take him because he don't strike out as much as Judge. Oh my God! All right. I, mean, I, I didn't. I didn't think we were going to get here. I didn't. I didn't. I. I thought Yankee fans might be upset today. I didn't think we were going to go here. 
then now judge is, is the issue. Judges had a uh, you're right. Judges had a bad two games. No one would deny that. Aaron Judges had a bad two games. But we're we're already going to take this route of get him out of leadoff spot. If Aaron Judge was three for five with two home runs yesterday, would you be calling screaming that he shouldn't be leading off? No. You would not. The only reason you're doing that today is because Aaron Judge has struggled. So you talk about being prisoner of the moment. You are getting so swept up in this. The guy has a bad two games, and now you gotta, we got we to gotta move on from judge and leadoff spot. And put, I, you, I mean, it's amazing. You lost one game. One game. He's had a rough two games, and one of them you won. And already you want to make changes. This is a guy that had 62 home runs in the regular season. Where were you? Where were you? In the last six weeks when Aaron Judge let off every day. Where were you then? I didn't, I didn't, get, I didn't speak to one person who gave me a get Aaron Judge at leadoff spot. It's not appropriate. He shouldn't be there. Where was Alex Rodriguez? Where were any of these people? You were nowhere to be found. The guy has two rough games. And he's been awful. I'm not defending him. You, you want you honestly, you wonder why there are people that don't want to come to New York. You wonder why? Because if you you have the, one of the great seasons in the history of the sport and you have two games that stink, and now you get kind of fluffy. He doesn't belong there. He strikes out too much. He's not capable of that spot. Where were you? one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. It is frustrating sometimes. Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's not on Tuesday, but today it is. Why? Because he had a bad two days. That's it. The only reason. So you won one of those days that he was bad. But here's the thing, and I will tell you this matter-of-factly. Matter-of-factly, Okay. If Aaron Judge bats first, third, fifth, eighth, wherever, if he's giving you 0 for fours with three strikeouts, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you lead him off. It doesn't matter if you put, you know, Babe Ruth and David Ortiz behind him. It doesn't matter, people. You need Aaron Judge to carry this team, to have any chance of doing anything in this postseason let's go to uh let's go to bill in queens a little different perspective hi bill good morning dave thank you very much for taking my call long time listener love you you're the best thank you but i don't i don't understand these callers number one like the caller said aaron judge deserves what is he he deserves to be in the spot what is he super handsome and he donates a lot to charity so he deserves to be in the spot there's a as you already know there's there's a science to a whole batting order, why you put certain people in certain spots based on their ability. And then the idea of him having two bad games, it's really not unusual for, if you look at the All-Star game, how many of these guys in these home run derbies who go into slumps. A lot of guys don't want to get into the home run derby because they don't want to mess up their rhythm because they're trying to hit home runs. So he's been in his own personal home run derby for the last almost half season as he got closer and closer to this number. It intensified. It's really not unusual for him to be in a slump right now. I'm not surprised that his, his 
striking out. I, I, although I will say this, Bill, you 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 watched the entire Yankee season. Did you ever see a worse two game run than what Aaron Judge just gave you? Absolutely not. I mean, you know what? He, let's be fair. He looks lost. He looks overwhelmed. Now, I'm, I don't. I'm not changing the narrative on the guy. I'm just saying he's had a bad two game stretch. Before we start, 100%. you know. Screaming from the top of the mountain that this thing is broken and you got to make changes. Let's let's let it breathe for a little bit. Yeah, he'll find his juju. He'll find it. He just got you got to let him breathe, man. Like just like you said, like he'll get back there. It's it's been a long long like two three weeks. Him as he got closer to sixty two. Th- this is not really unusual. I'm not really surprised. He's a uh, I'm 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 surprised. And thanks for the call. I, I'm I'm am I am I shocked that he's been you know, oh for whatever. I don't know that I'm shocked with that. Am I surprised that he's been, I'm, he's been awful. I mean, he has been awful. And yeah, I would say that that does surprise me because we haven't seen it. The entirety of the season, we haven't seen this version of Aaron Judge. And to see it now is is startling. But again, it's not going to matter. If, he, if, if he's bad, you're done. Done. No matter about your bullpen, your starting pitching, those things will maybe buy you an extra game or two or series or whatever. But if he's not really good, you're not going anywhere. They're too reliant on him. Eric in uh, in Las Vegas. Good morning, Eric. Thank you for taking my call from all the way out here. You're very well. A uh, couple quick things. One, the Yankees have played two games in nine days. To think that Judge or anybody's going to have good timing as a hitter right now, you're asking a lot from guys that are used to a routine. Plus, Dave, how many times put a batting order together? How many times in a game does somebody actually lead off? Uh, they lead. You mean lead off an inning? Lead off in the lineup, right? The first at bat. That's it. There yeah, you don't. T- from there you don't right. know. Right? Aaron Judge has an on-base percentage of over 400. How many other Yankees do? Uh, I, listen, you're absolutely I right you're when right. you say there are no other options. There's not. Now, if you had LeMahieu and Benintendi and they were both healthy, I think that you're now talking about something. That Now I think we're having a conversation. It doesn't exist now. It doesn't exist now. So for people, and thanks for the call, Eric, and thanks for waking up early with us out in Vegas, for people to be calling and saying, oh, I think IKF is the answer. Because Why? Because he had two hits yesterday? You know what ha- I mean, <laughs> it's so frustrating to me. You know what happens if IKF is in the leadoff spot? And then he goes 0 for 4. Why would you? And, and I love it. It's like, have some conviction in what you do, would you? Like, you're Aaron Boone. This is what you're doing. You're Cashman. This is what you're doing. This is, guys, we have ridden with this for the second half of the season. This is what it is. We're going to live or die with this as our decision. It's two games. It's one, it's one game you lost that you had a 2 nothing lead in. Which, you know, you say, well, 2 nothing, But 2 nothing is a sizable lead when the other team doesn't really score runs. So you can freak out. You, it's the end of the world. You can panic. You can, uh, I, want, I mean, we've already today get kind of Falefa in there or get Bader in there. Is that, I mean, is that re- truly, really what you want to have kind of Falefa or Bader in that leadoff spot? You say that now, but when push comes to shove, then you're playing this game at 7.30 tonight. That's, that's really what you want? Okay. Be careful what you wish for. Bob and Summit. Bob, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, 
Hey, thanks for taking my call, Dave. And I have to say that everything I've heard from you made sense, and most of what I heard from the callers doesn't make any sense. And I'm, I'm, I've been to both of the first two games. Fact is, uh, I just want to talk. I, all the time I've spent listening to this, I started thinking about Francona. You know, Francona went out and started the game by bunting on Cortez because he knew Cortez would probably um, not like that. So that Cortez gets out of the inning with a line drive to Rizzo. He sails through the next two innings with trouble. And then in the fourth, Cortez looks like he's got things under control. He's only thrown about seven, eight, nine pitches to get two outs. Then that little dribbler happens, and then the action happens at first base. What happens then is uh, there's a long delay in the game while a bunch of people go out there and attend to the runner. I saw Cortez during probably TV timeouts, but I'm in the stadium, staring over at what's going on, not focusing on anything but the runner. And even his catcher's over there, Trevino. Finally, we were like saying, when is he going to go on the mound and start to get his rhythm back and warm up? They finally do it, and when he comes back out of that, his, he's out of rhythm, and he has trouble. And he, he ends up giving up the hit. Remember, nobody's talking about Judge uh, on the offense. Uh, they talk about the offensive side, but the defensive side, he airmails that, that uh, throw home, which also worried me a little bit. You know, I'm not on Judge at all. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I think then in the, after um, – Cortez so what, Bob? What are you, what are you saying? You saying that you thought, think he was a little, little banged up, a little not, not close to 100 percent? No, that no. Point? I'm saying that Francona, also during that time when the runner went back on base, when they took an eternity to get him back on base to see if he was healthy. And I'm not saying the guy was faking, but he sure, sure ran really well after he, he, he came home on that, on that hit. Um, Francona also then sent somebody out there to take some equipment from him during that, that, that at bat. Instead of having it handed to the first base coach. All right, I but you know what, Bob? Here, here's here's the thing. Games from All right, he still he games still pitched. Shit. Bob, thank you. He still pitched pretty well, and the bullpen was good, and you didn't score runs. So I I guess he's having some excuse as to why you know Cortez. I I don't, I, I don't even know to be honest with you. I just, there's a lot of words thrown together there. All right, uh, why do we do this? We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll we'll get we will get right to it. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. You love the segment. I love the segment. Joe Leo loves the segment. The segment is Stump Rothenberg, and it starts in moments here on 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS-4 or 7, by the way? And welcome to a Saturday edition, maybe the best edition, of Stump Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. Brought to you by Cooper Tire. Also brought to you by Sloman, the old double sponsor. All right, Joe Leo, what you got? What do you have our record at as we sit here on October the 15th? So as I look, you're not at ready, the records, are you? You're I was complete, fielding a you're call. You're completely for unprepared. I was you're fielding a call. Joe Leo, this is why number. your girlfriend's not going to stay with you. I, you're completely hey, unprepared. Dave, I have the number. Okay. I was fielding a call for Stump. I have it ready. All right. It Sorry is about that. 347 then. and 69 entering this week. That's you would agree. That's pretty good. That is very good. Well, what do you think today? You think great stuff today or no? I, I think you are going to have a great time today. Okay. Here we go. We start, we'll just go top to bottom. Luke, Connecticut. Luke, lead us off on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave, and let's morning, go Luke. guard. 
What did All you right. say? I'm sorry. So go. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you fine now. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said morning and let's go guards. Let's go. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. Let's go guards. All right. Uh, gave you two wrestling questions. I'm gonna go back to football. All right. Yeah, I'll save the other wrestling question for Wednesday. Um, rookie sack, rookie sack, NFL leader. Most sacks in a season by a rookie. Yep. Uh, Javon Curse. I figured that one would be too easy for you. Yeah. I'll see you hey, the ding. That's one and oh. Let's go to uh, Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, Pete Alonzo almost became the third Met to play 162 games in a season, but he only played 160. Who are the two that have played 162 for the Mets? Uh, all right. So, Crane, Crane I know he's the game's lead leader. I don't ever hmm. a good question. Um did he move me ever? I'm not sure. Alfonso, Mookie, Polarud. Um, what else? I mean, it could it, is it crazy? Um, nobody did it this year. Johnson ever do it? I don't know. Um. Wow. I I mean I'm just really wasting time. Um. I'm going to say John Olerud. Before we get to the second one, is that is that right? Olerud no? is one of them, yes. Is very it? good. Oh, boy. Did Reyes do it? Bud Harrelson? I, I truly don't know. Uh, I'm going to guess. All right. I, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Cranepool... Reyes or Harrelson? Is is it one of those three? What would you say? Cranepool, Reyes, and Harrelson? It is not one of those three. Ah, all right, so I, I got it wrong then. Is it Mookie? You, I'll, I'll tell you this, Dave. If you can see it, I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint that you might get it. You you were really in the ballpark with Bud Harrelson and Cranepool because this guy played with them in the Grody. same infield. He played in the same infield with them. Jerry Grody. No, he was the catcher. This guy played second base. I don't know. Number 17. Very famous Mac. Great hitter. Felix Mion. Oh, all right. Yeah, I would have never gotten Felix Mion. 
right. Now, Jillia, let me just say this, and it's fine. I got it wrong, and I, I didn't know the answer. Yep. What What happened to the, the single-part questions? I can only feel the ones that we are given, and there's not a lot of single-part questions. Well, I mean, you, you're you the man in control. You yes. are the captain of, of Stump Rothenberg. You you can only accept, no? I can. And I, you know, I've turned away, but... I, I thought that that was a question. That Is that a bad question? I don't think it's a bad question. All right, that's, that's fine. All right, so let, let's go to uh, let's go to Walker in Mawa, sitting here at one and one. Good morning, Walker. Good morning, Dave. I got a baseball question for you, also. All right. Uh, Is it a one-part question or a multiple-part question? I, I play by the rules. I'm going to make it a one-part question you. for you. Good for you. So there are two active MLB players with three World Series rings. I'm going to give you Madison Bumgarner. Can you name the only other active player with three rings? Sergio Romo. All right, whatever. <laughs> I love the all right, whatever. You, you see what, what I just did there, Jaleo? You see how that happened? Yeah, I mean, that, this is why you are 347 and 69. That, ju- that wowed you, didn't it? No, I knew you would get that one. No, you didn't. Yes, no, I did. All right, let's, no, you didn't. Let's go to uh, Gordon, who's just, he's sitting in his garage at the moment. Gordon, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, how you doing? I, All right. I got a, I got a, a multiple part question, oh, but go. it's very limited multiple parts. All right. There are only five players from your New York Giants that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Four of them played as Giants. Can you name the five? Dave, so they, this were is all, quarterbacks. they were all players. It was quarterbacks. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on a second. What, can can I get the question again, then, please? Yes, there are five NFL giant quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Only four played as giants. Can you name five, the five? I don't understand. There's five Giants quarterbacks, but only four played with the Giants. Dave. Well, that's what I was told by Joe Leo. I, I thought... Uh, Joe, help, help me. How, how could there be five Giants players in the Hall of Fame, but so only four played with the Giants? There's five Giants... The question is, there are five quarterbacks that have played for the Giants that have gone to the Hall of Fame. Four of them went in as Giants. Kurt Who were Warner. The four? Oh, you, so Kurt Warner, I, I would believe, would be the one that did not. That did not. Correct. Um... Um, Fran Tarkenton. Is Fran Tarkenton one? Um, Hawaii Tittle's got to be one. So you're looking for four Giants quarterbacks here in the Hall of Fame. Is that right? Well, I'm lo- I'm looking for five. <laughs> Joe, I, I don't know. I don't understand. Is is Kurt Warner one of those five? Yes. Okay. So now you're looking for four, correct? Yes. I'll also help you, Dave. I don't want Why help. I don't. I don't. I don't want help. I, I, okay. Benny, Fre- Benny Friedman has to be one. I don't understand. I'm giving you answers. Is Benny Friedman one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Why a tittle? Yes. Fran Tarkenton. Yes. Um, the Giants quarterback. 
was was he I mean, are you considering Arnie Herber to be that guy? Because he was he was not a giant for the majority of his career. I are mean, you so, asking me or telling well, me? Well, I mean, like, are you are you is that who you're looking for, or is it someone else you're looking for? Well, right, that's, do, do you, Arnie are, are, Herber you, are, are you uncomfortable with the English language? Me. I'm asking you if Arnie Herber is the guy you're looking for. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, goodbye. I mean, it's unbelievable. Can I get the ding, please? I mean, the oh! that man. No wonder he lives in his garage. The confusion with that man was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Where where are we now, Joe Leo? Three and one. That is correct. I mean, just from the jump, that guy's question was ridiculous. Yeah, and I, you know, it's it's. That's difficult. on you, Joe Leo. Yes, I know. <laughs> Dennis, I'm aware. Dennis in New Jersey. Dennis, have at it. Dave, pretty basic. Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. What was his professional record when he retired? Oh, can you do me a favor? Can you turn down uh, turn down the radio? I think he was 56 and 5 with 37 knockouts, I believe. Say it again? I think he was 56 and 5 with 37 knockouts. Dave? Yeah. Like usual. Ding ding. Ding ding. Ding ding, my good man. I'm still not over that question about the Giants Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Joe Leo. 1-800-919-3776. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to line up good, solid, one-answer questions. Got that? Then we're going to do round two, where if you stump me, you get to ask a college question and your five-pack as well, Joe Leo. Where are we uh, first round? Four and one? Four and one is, is right, yes. Not bad. 1-800-919-3776. Stump Rothenberg continues next on 9870 SPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. And we continue with round two of Stump Rothenberg. 1-800-919-3776. Four and one. Good start. Ed, New Jersey. Ed, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Ed. It's only it's only one person in this answer, no multiples. Okay. So Terrific. I'm doing you a favor today. Thank you. Okay. Who went from being the final out of the World Series one year to making the final out of the World Series the very next year? You mean he recorded the final out and then he was the final out? The first year he was either up at bat or on base, and the very next year he was out in the field. Um, I, I have no idea. Uh, I would say, um, I mean, I'm going to say Yankee just because they, um, let's say Yankee and, say, I mean, it could be a 2000, 2001, but, uh, let's, but final out. Doesn't want they lost. All right, I'm gonna say uh, Bobby Richardson. No, Tony Phillips. All right. In 1988 with the A's, in 1988 with the A's, Oral Hershiser struck him out to end the series. 
And in 1989, he scooped up Brett Butler's ground ball at second base and threw it to Dennis Eckersley, who was covering first in the Earthquake Series okay. for the A's. Record that final out because that's the first baseman, but that's fine. I had no idea the answer to that. So you can you can move on to the college round. Uh, all right, four and two. Let's go to uh, let's go Jay and Edison. Jay, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Uh, good morning, Dave. Uh, I like this segment. I really, I really appreciate this segment. Thank you. Um, uh, and it's going to be one, one, one question. So that's it. I don't okay. want anybody. Um, who's the only catcher behind the plate for two perfect games? I know this. Um. Is it Ron Hassey with the Cleveland Indians? Len Barker Way to go. And ding, 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 Len, ding. Len Barker and oh. Len Barker, I believe, was 1981. Denny Martinez was 1991. I think that's five and two. Uh, let's go Joe Manhattan. Joe, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dave. Uh, so, um, which... NBA team drafted Olympic gold medalist Bruce Jenner in the 1977 draft, NBA draft. I've heard this before. Um, I think it was the Kansas City Kings. You are correct, sir. Good job. Like it was, it was in a round of the draft, I believe, that doesn't exist anymore. So that's that's now six and two. You see that, Joe Leo? Now we're now we're rolling along. Let's go to uh, Corey in Waterford. Corey, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. This is an MLB question. Okay. I had it lined up for the summertime, but you got scared and bowed out for the summertime. So here we go. I was, te- I was terrified of you during the summer. I feel much more confident today. <laughs> 2019, this MLB player yeah. uh, played a game on three different continents. Can you name the player? All in MLB? Yep. Three different continents. I don't know. Uh, I will... So, so he was on an MLB team, and that player played on three different continents with an MLB team. Correct. There was. I'll give you a little hint. It was with two different teams. Three different continents. I I don't I don't know. Um. I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't waste time. I have no idea. I'll, I'll say uh, um, I, 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 have no, I have no idea. I don't know. Three different continents. I have no idea. So it was uh, with the Seattle Mariners. They played in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, he got traded to the Yankees, played in the States, and then played a game in London. Oh, all right. Edwin, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, Edwin Encarnacion. Okay. Well, there you go. Continents. That's wild. Okay, so now we're. What did we finish up? Put him on hold. We're six and three. Is that right? I think six and three. 
So now let's allow these people for their chance at the Daily Double. Ed in New Jersey. Make sure it's a, a legitimate college right. question. Okay. Uh, 90s NBA is okay, yes? Yeah, it should be fine. Okay. Chris Gent from Sparta, New Jersey. He won a championship with the Houston Rockets. Chris Gent. I believe. Is he Ohio State? Um, I think he was Ohio State. Final answer. Yep. Yep. Victory for me over over him. And now we go to Chris and Beth Page. Chris, how about it? Dave, Dave, I got a 70s NBA player or an 80s football player. Is he a skill position player in the 80s? Skill position, yes. I'll take the 80s. All right. Tight end, Vito Cab. Give me the spelling of this, please. Vito Cab, uh... I don't know how he spells his first name, but he's Vito Cab. He played on the Giants, actually, too, in the Eagles. Vito Cab? Like, like yeah. C-A-B? Everybody loved his name. Played briefly with the Giants, too, Dave. Was he a replacement player? No, no. Played in the mid-'80s with the Giants, and he mostly played with the Eagles. I, I don't Tied know. Tied I saw him play in person. Saw him play in person? I don't know. What does that do for me? Um, Vito Cab. I don't even remember Vito Cab. So I, I'm going gonna, gonna to think I don't know it because unless, unless I get some kind of a, of a hint here, I don't think I know anything about Vito Cab. Uh, he played with the Eagles, the Giants, and who? Yep. More teams or that's it? Just the Eagles and Giants? Um, I believe it's just Eagles and Giants. Well, you know how football is. He could have maybe drifted around and played with another team. Mostly known for playing with the Eagles, though. Any yeah. person living in Philly will definitely know this guy, 100%. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be guessing unless unless you give me some kind of a hint. So I'm going to – I'm going to – you've seen him play. All right, so I'm gonna, I, I, let, me, let me get into your psyche here. I'm going to say it's a Northeast guy seen him play Pitt Penn State Rutgers I guess he doesn't have to be I guess I'm not supposed to ask a question is he a division one player could be like a Princeton I don't see you as a small going to small schools to watch teams. I'm gonna say it's either Rutgers. Tell me this: is either Rutgers, Pitt, or Penn State? Yes, it's one oh. of those three. <laughs> I feel I feel like Kramer guessing uh, uh, George's passcode to the. Uh, to hey, Dave, and can I say something very quickly? Yeah. If you get it, can you at least give me? Uh, one and a half for the all-time double stump because I know no one's ever done it. But I, yeah, I feel I you've gone long enough. I should get one and a half for the double stump. Pitt's far. I'm going to eliminate Pitt. I'm going to say Rutgers or Penn State. Is that accurate? That is accurate, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Penn State. 
You got it, pal. Peace. Oh my God. That was genius. That was, you see what I just did there? I just went in his head and stole the answer. Wow. And now we have, oh my God. We should stop it now and never do it again. Corey in Waterford. Corey, you have a chance at the Daily Double today. Uh, I'll give you your wish. I actually don't have one. I didn't realize there was a Daily Double, so right. I bow out. There you go. And I get that right, too. And now, Joe Leo, your five-pack of questions starts now. My five-pack, Ike Hilliard. In Florida. Kevin Alexander. Who? Kevin Alexander, giant wide receiver in the 2000s. Kevin Alexander? Late 90s, early 2000s, giant wide receiver. And he was a legitimate player? Yes. Kevin Alex, like, he played in the league? Yes. Uh, I, I mean, is he the Utah State guy? Because yep. I don't really remember. He is? Y he is. Yeah. I don't Aaron Pierce. Washington. That's 3 0. One of my favorite Jets of all time, Dustin Keller. Is he Purdue? I think he was Purdue. That is correct. And Jet wide receiver in the late 90s, Dante Ridgeway. Who did you say? Dante Ridgeway. I mean, you're, you're, really, you're really digging up the dregs, aren't you? Um, he also played. Oh God, I remember him. Was he Ball State? He went five and zero. Oh, perfect five. Oh, there we go. Well, you ask some ones that people know of, then you ask ones that people have never heard of in their lives. There, there, it's not like I'm pulling up a guy that's not had. You know, he's got two catches, like a Trayvon Wesco type. They've actually they have stats in the NFL. That yeah, was uh, I don't know. I mean, Dante Ridgeway is, is Kevin Alexander. I mean, you really you really pulled some out of you. You know where right there. All right. Anyhow, um, that's an, another edition of Stump Rothenberg. And I, I want to let you know who it's brought to you by. And if I can find that, I will. It's brought to you by Cooper Tire for high-performing quality tires at affordable prices. Come to Mavis for Cooper brand tires. And Mavis, they always provide the best-in-class customer service. Visit Mavis at MavisTire.com. Also brought to you by Slowman's low price home heating oil and 24-hour service. Call 866-OIL-DEAL right now to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil with Slowman's. That's 1-866-OIL-DEAL. Now we'll take a quick break, come back, and start to take a little, little look at the Jets and the Giants. And we'll do a frenzy at 11.15. Stump Rothenberg, wonderful. We move forward on 98.7 ESPN.